Reg Thomas is not a role model. He is a comedian. Some of the things he says may cause a person to get hurt, expelled, arrested, possibly deported. To put it another way, if you're offended by this, don't blame N Stars. Time for a smoke session. <laughs> like, Will Smith did not want to slap Chris Rock for real, man. I know that for a fact. Will Smith is going through a lot. That's what I realized. Black people love Will Smith. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is why I'll never make it in Hollywood. Because Will Smith for 30 years had to pretend to be like the soft guy. Like he's the fresh prince. He's the family man. He's the pushover. Like, you know, even when his movies weren't hitting, he just had to remain the cool, calm, safe black guy who everyone could just depend on. Can you imagine having a front that long? Like Will Smith is really from Philadelphia. And I'm not trying to say that Will Smith is like a violent man or anything like that. But like, could you imagine pretending to be soft for that long? It'll draw you crazy. And then he, and then he snapped. It's just sad that he snapped on the wrong person because, like, Chris Rock ain't who he want. he's really mad at, you know? He not mad at Chris Rock. Chris, they known each other for 30-plus years. They not, he not mad at Chris Rock. He mad at everything else. He mad at you. He mad at me. He mad at the memes. He mad that his wife be out here talking about dead niggas who she can't get past. Like, you understand? This man is Will Smith. Like, he's the Fresh Prince. Like, black people, we call him royalty in public when he has no royal blood. He And then, like, he just has to stay in that box the whole time. And, like, every time people try him, he got to play cool. Man, that slap generated from Jada giving him that look when he laughed at the joke. Because, like, he laughed at the joke. He thought it was hilarious. The whole time he walked up to slap Chris Rock, I know he's like, I don't want to slap this nigga, man. But here she come with the look. She going to start talking to her shit. Like, oh, here you go. Not protecting me. Like, the whole time he walked up to slap Chris Rock, I know he's just, like, all he really saw... Was that like, if I don't go up there and slap this nigga, is it all he saw was a new table, Red Table Talk episode? It's just Jada. He's like, Will, when you laughed at that joke, I felt it. Willow felt it. My ancestors felt it. Everyone felt that joke. And it hurt deep. And then the rest of y'all with that whole, you got to protect your woman. You got to, like, that's why y'all would never make it anywhere in life. Y'all think throwing your career away behind a joke in mixed company is worth it. And then, like, y'all got to miss me with this protect black women shit. Oh, he was attacking her. He, She has a condition. Yo, my nigga, alopecia. Three niggas in here. Me, my producer, and my sound man all have alopecia. Living great. That's not a life-threatening condition, fam. We are, You'll be fine. Alopecia. My nigga. Baldness. That's what it's called. It's called getting old and losing your hair. That's all that it is. Niggas can't talk about you? protect black women I'm, I'm all for protecting black women but like protect y'all from what like this is a star-studded event when chris rock acknowledges you and cracks a little joke on you the camera gets put on you a hundred million people get to see you look great front row with your husband on his way to win his first oscar well like can't no one acknowledge you can't no one talk about you you've known chris rock for 30 years you think chris really want to hurt your feelings y'all got to get out of here with this protect black women's like i'm all for protecting black women but like y'all not the white rhino fam like Y'all gotta be able to walk up the block sometimes and someone talk to you, you don't like it, and be okay. With that being said, uh, as a fellow ball person, Jada looks great. You know? Shoot me your barber, I guess. I don't know. Also, the rest of y'all, y'all not Will Smith. Y'all are not Will Smith. Do not walk up to any comedian on stage thinking you're gonna attack us. I will shoot you niggas. And on top of that, like, everyone wants to bring back the other, the, tw- the 2016 altercation where Chris Rock made that joke about Jada not being at the uh, boycotting the Oscars. First off, top tier joke, okay? For those of you who don't know the joke, I'll tell it to you. Jada Pinkett Smith is boycotting the Oscars. But doesn't Jada make TV shows? Is she in any movies? Jada Pinkett Smith boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I was never invited. 
Let me tell you something. As far as joke writing goes, it don't get better than that. That's how you. That's how you do it. That's the formula to how to write a good joke. I could write. I could study some more of that. And I'm funny. And then also to everyone else and all the other comics. Yo, Chris should have swung back. Chris, like, yo, fam. All right, first off, like, if we're just talking about street fighting things, Chris is down 50 pounds and down four inches on Will Smith. Lastly, we are not here for a street fight, fam. I've known you for 30 years. I've, you've, Will Smith, on record, might be one of the softest black men we've known. I've known you 30 plus years. Why would I think you was about to come hit me? Maybe put me in a chokehold. Maybe take a little joke. I never thought you was going to hit me for a G.I. Jane joke. You hit Chris Rock? Like, what points do you get for hitting Chris Rock? Like, yo, bro, you you were Muhammad Ali and you couldn't knock out Chris Rock on a free swing? Chris Rock, yo, Chris Rock didn't think you was going to hit him so hard. Chris Rock stuck his chin out like, what you want to talk about, bro? Like, he knew he wasn't going to hit him. Every comedian's like, yeah, Chris Rock should have kept talking, should have said one more joke. Yo, you just got slapped for no reason. Why would I say another joke? Oh, security was stopped. Security just watched this nigga slap me. Every a hundred of y'all just watched this nigga slap me. Why would I continue cracking jokes? This nigga's gonna body slam Chris Rock. Will Smith was unhinged. Do you understand how crazy you gotta be to go from laughing to slapping a nigga in five seconds? You know how unhinged you gotta be? You gotta be out your fucking mind to go. Now. <laughs> And then when he slapped him, he walked off and adjusted his jacket. That's a crazy person. That's a crazy person behaving. And then Will Smith jump into an active volcano one time. Like, this is a nigga y'all. And the rest of y'all protect your woman. Yeah, you better defend me. Yo, you hoes deserve where you at. All right? I want you to know that, like, I was on social media and I saw all of it. I saw all the, yeah. Every one of you chicks that demands your man throw his career away couldn't get a nigga get as paid as Will Smith. Like, those are the bare minimum hoes. The bare minimum bitches, the least you could do, the least you could do is slap a nigga in front of 100 million people because he said, I look like G.I. Jane. You out your fucking mind? This is showbiz. We've all been disrespected like this for years. And that's fine. And I understand, I understand the idea of like not taking disrespect. And I'm not telling people to take disrespect. And I'm not telling take tell people to take disrespect from people who look like you. But there's a difference. There's a difference when someone says some shady shit to you that hurts your feelings. And there's a difference like, yo, you have a short haircut, you in green. I'm over here freestyling jokes as I move along. G.I. Jane 2 and we keeping it going. You gonna send the softest nigga alive to come slap me? Jaden Smith over here co-signing shit? Jaden, sell boxes of water, fam. Stay out of this. Continue with the box water. That's where we need you. Making sure people have access to clean water. Because the same for you. The same for you. The same for Willow. All I know is that for a fact, Will Smith thought that that joke was funny, and all he saw was Jada upset. He was like, I'm going to have to hear about this on another Red Table Talk. She going to go back to fucking other niggas. Could you imagine being as successful as Will Smith, and then your wife still think you're not enough? Like, bitch, Tupac is dead. Ain't no coming back. It's me. I'm here. The bill's been paid for 30 years. Sit your ass still. And then on top of that, this is how you know he saw if He went and apologized the next day. Like, this is not the Will Smith we know, man. I'm not trying to say he's the soft man that he was pretending to be in all those movies for the last 30 years, but he's also not the smack you out of nowhere. It's somewhere in the middle. And I think he got to get rid of his wife. I would, unsolicited advice. No one asked me this, but you got to get rid of your wife, though. Because you thought that joke was funny. You didn't think that that was a reason to slap your homie. And then she over here with the... Protect me. From what? You look great. It's 100 million people looking at you right now. Looking great. Sitting next to me. While I'm about to win my Oscar. Chris Rock has known Jada Pinkett Smith for at least 20 years. 
Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait. I love you before the joke. What are you upset about? With that being said, protect black women. Protect them from themselves. Protect them from me. Protect them from uh, niggas. Protect them from everybody. This podcast is brought to you by NSTARS. For the latest news in Hollywood, follow NSTARS.com. E-N-S-T-A-R-Z.com. Boom. Welcome to another episode of PS The Podcast. Today, very special guest, one of my homies, one of my favorite people in comedy. This nigga makes me laugh way too much. The hilarious from Detroit. Please welcome the one and only CP. My guy. What's my good, guy, baby? How you doing? We're going to run that one back. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Rock, paper, scissors, what we do. Yeah, what we do. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I feel weird when, when people talk so great about me and I'm right there and they be like, this guy is amazing. I'm just like, ah. I don't know today, but I, I get it. Don't go ahead. Nah, you absolutely are hilarious, dog. Thank you, man. I appreciate uh, that. You fucking funny, son. I'm happy you out here. You you in New York filming? Mm-hmm. What you working on? Can you tell us? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a show called uh, Run the World, season two. It's kind of reminiscent of like a black Sex in the City. These beautiful young ladies starring like Brisha Webb. She's one of the the main stars, and um, yeah, so that's that's who I play against. Um, we we play together, or whatever. And um, it's a couple other ladies. I can't remember their names. Uh, one of them was on the Gerard Carmichael show, the light skin, Amber. The, yeah, oh, exactly. the girlfriend of that? Yeah. Yeah. She's very beautiful, too. And then there's one other. Oh, Maxine Shaw from uh, oh, Living Single. She was awesome. I can't yeah, remember her name. Yeah, she's very funny. So um, that's that, man. Just, uh, you know, another Lionsgate production. Shout out to uh, Rochelle Williams, who was the, um, the showrunner for uh, Love Life. And then, you know. You just kind of stay in the family with it, you know what I'm saying? You know, so I respect it. It's my first time really being in the family, you know. So I feel like I just, I just got married into this. She's like, "Oh man, it's what we do. We do you picnics. Still, we do picnics." You know, what I'm you saying? still reading the manual book? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 cool, man. I can't tell you about my role or my character, but that's the show that I'm out here for. So I'm gonna be out here for about a month. Exactly. I didn't get the vaccine uh, until um, I got to Love Life. And I started looking around, and they was like, yeah, we all got the vest. So I'm driving back to my apartment, and uh, my driver tests positive. Now, this is right before a 10-day hiatus in New York. I rushed out to New York, so I'm planning on this 10 days to go back to L.A., see my kids, do some family stuff, some yeah. family stuff pack real shoes. You know how I get down. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay, bet. They call me, hey, uh, are you vaccinated? I was like, nah, you know, not my thing. <laughs> you feel me? I made it this far, you know. They're like, right. All right, so listen, um, your driver tested positive. He drove a couple of people, but they're all back. So we need them to um, quarantine for two days. And we need you to quarantine for 12 days. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah, we need you to quarantine for 12 It's supposed to be 14, which you already did too, because, you know, but we need you to quarantine for the next 12 days. I'm like, but I'm supposed to go home. That's like, right, but how can you do that when there's a question on getting on a flight? Or have you been around somebody with COVID in the last 14 days? You have. And so you couldn't get on a flight anyway. We're, we're the CDC. Like, this is the CDC that's calling me and telling me this. <laughs> You've been. Nigga, we will tell the airports. <laughs> you're right. No, no, it's a felony. Like, nigga, you are contact traced. Yeah. So then they would call me and be like, um, hey, how's it going? I get a check every day, like, check in. Hey, how's it going? How you feeling? You got any symptoms? No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, what'd you eat today? I mean, I had a little uh, smoothie, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. We're from where? Uh, this little spot down the street. It's one of my little favorite spots I like to go to. That's what's up. You went there? Oh, no, I had a postman. Good, because you can't leave. And you know, you know I'm like, what the fuck? Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you over here answering yeah. questions like a goofball. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a little smoothie or whatnot or whatever. It was you know good. What I'm it was very good. A little bananas, a little guava. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. A little honey. Yeah, nigga, they like, yeah, leave if you want to, bitch. We guarantee you. I'm like, oh, shit. So, we'll arrest your ass. So, look, the last. 
it was um the hiatus was uh it was two weeks. So out of twelve days, I got two days to go home. The first day I got home, um, I got vaccinated. I was like, yeah, I'm never doing that shit again. I was going crazy. It's not being locked up in your house. The quarantine drove me crazy. I joke and say that it was my villain origin story. Yeah. Like just being locked up in your house, Man. looking out the window, you like know I did all the right things. You know what I'm disappointed in myself about? I know now that if I ever went to prison, I would have to rely on my humor to get niggas up off me because I know for I should have worked out, did sit-ups and came out looking like a villain. Like I got fatter and fatter and fatter. And it's like, dog, what did I this is this is the nicest jail you'll ever have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I did no push-ups at all. I tried to do a push-up the other day. I was like, man, fuck this. I gotta be funnier. You ever do a push-up and just stay down? No, yeah, you, you ever do a push up and can't make it all the way up? Be like, man, what did I do today? Like, did I did I over exercise and stuff? You start shaking. You be like, oh, those groceries. You know, yeah, that's what it was. The <laughs> groceries. groceries you are. They gave me at least eighty five push ups. Just carry your nose, and so I, I'm I'm good for the day. That's how I that's how I be looking at. It. It's a damn shame too, cause uh, man, I think I look so sweet, buff man. Like I would probably look. I would look so much better man. if my I dress so good, but my clothes would look so much better on yes. me. Yes. Like, I have to overcompensate for not having any kind of... I look like Wiz Khalifa in 2010. <laughs> Just nipples on a surfboard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, dog, like... And so, it's like, you look at Wiz now, and it's like, wow, you, you abandoned us? You abandoned us? Right. Yo, I want to see. I want to stand up. Try, I want to know what I would look like if I had proper posture. Yeah. You oh, feel me? Like, you know, yeah, yo, right. bro, we not six foot, but we probably like... A good 5'11". 5'10"? Yeah, 5'11". 5'11". Yeah, 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 yeah. Easily. Easily. Fact, Both of us. I'm going to start telling my doctor, like, you know I slouch. So just go ahead and throw the inches on there just yeah, for man. my license. I'm going to go get a chiropractor yeah. straighten me out. Big Sean said he did that. He said he grew two inches. Really? And that's some Illuminati shit. I'm sure he got something else done to him, but he said he grew two inches off of a chiropractor. So look, one of the reasons... I'm going to tell the people the story of how we became friends. I've uh, CP, like, when Instagram first started, I want to say they started doing, like, like, you know, like they would do a people from your city and they'd be like, niggas from Brooklyn be like, CP did a niggas from Detroit be like, the shit went viral, it was hilarious. I DM'd him, I was like, yo, this is actually hilarious, this is mad funny. But it was nothing, we just very lightly just talked. Mm -hmm. Over the years, I'm watching CP still get hot, I'm in New York doing my thing, we finally become friends. I'm like, yo, this, not only was this nigga, it's one thing uh, when you think someone, oh, hey, he just makes sketches for the internet. Because I didn't know you when right, you was right. living in Detroit. I didn't know you when you moved on to L.A. Yeah. So I'm just seeing you from a distance. I'm like, oh, so he probably just only do sketches. I met CP. I saw him do jokes. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's and then when we became homies and we just really talking, it would be a situation where like me and CP just, you know, two comics, we just talking. We come up with a little joke. We just joking, joking. But see, if he take it to like, now it's, now it's went from a joke to like, it's a 10 minute joke. Yeah, it's a bit. And everything is a bit. And then it went from a bit to we talked about a little bit more. And now it's an idea for a TV show that we have a whole, like, T, like CP's one of the few people I haven't met that like, will just start creating worlds on spot. I think that, you know, um, you got to squeeze the juice out of life. We leave so much stuff on the table. And it's because there is nobody to, like, there is no competition that is pushing us forward and forward. Like, even Dave Chappelle. I feel like Dave needs another Dave to tag his shit up. Mm. He needs somebody who he respects enough to be like, Dave, take this joke here. Take it up. Keep going take further. It here. And a nigga that's like, oh, well, you don't know how to do it? Watch this. Watch me take a joke here. Yeah. And watch me go on stage and do this joke and take it here because this is where I think you I'd be looking at Dave shit like, man, if I knew him, I would love to tag his shit up. Not even that. It's like, because a lot of great dudes know him. Like, is he approachable in that manner? Because well, like I look at Chris Rock. Chris Rock is hilarious, but Chris Rock will make sure he got the funniest dudes around him 
And we all going at this joke to see, oh, that's a tag you came up with? That's yeah. what you came up with? Okay, yeah. let's all... And now yeah. we're going to all curate this thing together. Here's the problem with that, though. And I, you know, Chris, I like Chris Rock a lot. Like, I grew up, my grandfather loved Chris Rock. His famous bit is, I love black people, but I hate niggas. That's like, yeah. my grandfather was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? He's always be like, <laughs> niggas and flies. The more I see niggas, the more I like flies. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and so, um, you know, when you got too many people around you, it's hard to harness that creativity that they came from to be able to be on stage by yourself and do it. You ever notice that? So like, there's definitely been a time where uh, I've like in a joke session or a writing session with a comic, they gave me a bit. They was like, "Yo, do that." And like, if I did, I was like, "Yo, bro, like this is hilarious, but only you could tell only that you line." You could tell that, right? Yeah. And so like, you know, I've Reg. While he's giving niggas flowers, Reg has some of my favorite bits that I love to, to to tag up because what I'm more so impressed with from a comic is your ability to to kind of like spark the world, right? Like like let's look at God, quote unquote, right? God said let there be light and all that, and and he did that, but we start making all these kids and Popeyes and shit like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, but it's dope that he sparked it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the idea of the world that we began to, it's not just his anymore. Now we all get to create in it, make up shit, make companies, make children, et cetera, right? And so that's what I feel like. I, I, I really got a lot of respect for a comic that understands how to spark a new timeline off of a joke that we know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I got that new joke about the breastfeeding shit. I know you so yeah. <laughs> right? We've always known breastfeeding, but for me to create a new timeline off of what it means to breastfeed is it makes me excited as a comic because it's like, what's next? Like there are new ideas coming. I made one, you made one. Who's gonna make the next one? I'm always about the innovation, man. Like that's now, like my biggest thing. The one thing I will say, uh, I I completely agree with everything you said. Sometimes I find myself being frustrated when it comes to like, yo, how do I squeeze more juice out of it? Have you like? I don't think you've ever, you feel like, you come over like you've never came across like frustrated when it's like, yo, how do I get this to the next bit? Because I think that as comics, we forget that our banter is gold, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like Rumpelstiltskin was making um, like golden, he was making gold out of hay, yeah. right? And so after a while, you get bored with making gold out of hay and you sometimes forget that you're one of the people on the planet who can make gold out of hay. Yeah. So when you really, you know, like, there's even a a lane where, where you could be on stage like, I think I really scroll as much as I can out of this topic. And then talk about the fact that you scroll so much as you can out of the topic. And it's like, man, you know, like, some topics are endless. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I remember I was um, fucking with this girl in college, and we can curse? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And she, she was... It's so funny how girls flirt, right? Because she wanted to fuck, and I wasn't really picking up on the clues, right? Yeah. This bitch didn't cook, and she did all kind of shit. Not thinking, not 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 that I'm a man, I know that. You, you know, like, yeah, all eighteen year olds are cooking dinner for people, right? You know, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Bitch got to eat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then, you know, she bring out this book, and this book is like, yeah, this is all the pussies in the world. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this bitch? This, this bitch is crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I like this book. I don't know what you still not picking yeah, up like, on the vibe. Oh, this is really nice. Look at all these pussies. This is really nice. Really nice. I'm like, you got one of these? And her pussy came out so quick. Yeah, dude. And it's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. And and and, and I'm like, oh. At that moment, you realize, oh, we about to. Exactly. Right. 
you ask the right questions, you spark up the correct dialogue, and you'll fuck. Yeah. If you if you don't, then you won't. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you you fuck next time, or y'all get more comfortable, and then now you can make the first move, and there's that, and there's that. But there's always these opportunities where you can squeeze more out of a situation than actually happened. Yeah. If you are skilled enough to understand that what these, what the parameters are, what the possibilities are, what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and so that's what I feel like when it comes to like building these jokes, like sometimes you got to just say the shit that's like, huh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's it on that topic. And then, you know, oh, that's all I have to say about that. You know, and it's something funny and it's like, bam, and now you into it again. Right. I think that, you know, we try to have the most genius phrases at every turn. And sometimes it's like, it's just funny because you said it. I did a video about Chris and Will Smith, right? Will Smith and Chris Rock. Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, right? Yeah. I didn't even want to talk about it because it's like, man, this is crazy, right? You, you, and hopefully you would work to you would hope to work with both OGs, right? You know what I'm saying? Or you know, at least not get slapped by one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, um, and then it's it's like, let me just say something about it because it's an elephant that's in all of our room mm-hmm. as a comic, right? Not as an actor. Right, because Will's not just an actor anymore. Will is like, you know, he's he's like icon level. But Chris is always gonna be a comic. He's always gonna be one of our kind of forefathers, one of the guys who did it how we wanna do it. You can say what you want to say about Chris and he should have slapped back, he should have did this. But I said that's is- insane to think that Chris was supposed to slap this guy back. Like, yo, do you know do you know how unhinged you gotta be to slap someone at the Oscars? I agree. I think that there are times this this is what people are saying. There are times when no one expects you to have self-control because you're not wrong, right? And so when you see somebody turn the other cheek, you know the word Chris, Christopher, that's my name. It means Christ-like, right? And Christ would turn the other cheek. He would turn the other cheek. He got nailed to a fucking cross and all that shit. You think somebody could slap him? Uh, you got me. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like... But, you know, that's when you think about how deep shit is and numerology and stuff and all of that. But when you look at, like, people are, they knew that he didn't deserve that. Yeah. If Will would have got on the mic and be like, hey, hey, you know, hey, my wife has alopecia. Something. And, you know, it's not funny, Chris. Put it like this. Will has the ability to draw the emotion to make you feel guilty. That same kind of emotion that he put in Chris with that slap, Will Smith is one of those guys, and as he gets older, it's going to be more and more potent in him. That old man black, you got to be positive, and what are you doing? And that's my wife, and I love, all of that could have worked. And Chris would have been like, I'm sorry! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, But he chose to slap him, and I think Chris didn't deserve to put his, get his hands, get hands put, put on, on him. Put on him like that, no. Because for one, your homie, we've known each other for thirty years. Right. You at first off, I said Jada, love you. Yeah. And then hit the joke. Like this, is what I'm trying. To, like I'm like for me, I don't want to put you in trouble because I'm because I'll just take the trouble for this. Like this whole narrative that they've been trying to push is like this protect black women shit. It's like yo, fam, you know how long I've known you, dog. If I acknowledge you at the Oscars, that means a hundred million people get to watch you look beautiful front row. And we can't act like in the black community in a situation like that, a light roast is not a shout out. Yeah, a light roast is a shout out. Look at my man over here. I see you. All right, look, I, I, man. Look, if I'm hosting that, first of all, Will Smith is better than me. Okay, because not only you know I, I'm not talking about smacking Will back. 
right? Or I mean, Chris Rock is better than me. I'm not talking about smacking Will, but I think Will probably whip my ass. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. way worse. You know, the slap come, I slap him, then it's punch, punch, punch. Yeah, punch. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, that. like, like Chris. First off, neither one of these two individuals was built like that. These are gentlemen to the T. Ah, uh, but see, the thing is, when you an actor in action movies, it. You know, like, you get to be built like that. Chris Rock is not like a that. violent guy. Chris Rock is not a violent guy at all. Chris Rock is a, is, is a cerebral. He's one of our minds. He's an intellect, right? Um, but that being said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Who Jada? You lucky I didn't come down there and suck her head like a goddamn peanut. <laughs> you, see, you know you what see. I'm saying? Like I would. Who fucking uh, Kiwi Kiwi Palmer next to you? Yeah. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like what happens is. I can now attack you with it's like it's like uh, Avengers, right? But, it's like I do this, you do this, and it's like all right, well then, nigga, let's have one of these. I feel you, but you know what, what, you, what do you do when he walks back up on stage now? Because everyone's like they wasn't gonna let him. They, they just wasn't, let him no, do it. but they wasn't. He wasn't ready, right? <laughs> Nobody was ready. Nobody was. Everyone ready. Was like, ah, we're gonna go up there. Oh, oh, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Lord! See, right? Yeah. Everyone thought it was a sketch. Now, <laughs> if he walked back up there, it'd be like you ever see like a like them videos where like an alligator gets a hold of a dog. And everybody, <laughs> like, ah, no, no, Sparky, he's got Chris. No, it's like. It'll be, they know, you know what I'm saying? You know the alligator not finna lick that damn dog. Right. You know, the dog don't have no idea. The dog like, the dog like, look at the alligator's wife. Yeah. <laughs> look at the alligator's wife. The alligator wife ain't got no goddamn hair, you bald, slithering bitch. Oh, here come the alligator, ready to lick the dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what it me? felt That's like. what it felt like. And so, people would know. If he was coming back up there for Going a back up what? there. Number one, Chris gonna have his hands from behind his back this time. Number two, people are gonna you Denzel. Denzel's not very fast, right? Denzel would have caught him. Medea, however, I'm sorry, Tyler Perry. My bad. Uh, Tyler Perry would have literally headbutt through the crowd and got well. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm happy you think that because they I weren't think, gonna let us smack him twice, bro. They weren't. They, they were not gonna let him do that. And I feel like, damn, Chris Rod, he needed a clever thing to say at that. And I've been there. I've been there where it's like, man, in you the seen car. Some, you seen a comic get touched? I've got smacked on stage. You got slapped I've on stage. Tell the story, please. All right. So, um, what year? The year is 2009. My first year doing comedy. Um, I was so afraid of the audiences, right? I used to be like, man, you know, it's kind of me against them. I'm a super roaster because I'm super creative with the words and I'm quick with it. So, it's like. You don't stand a chance to go against word for word with me. You know what I'm saying? Your best bet is to try to uh, like get physical with me because you know I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna excel in that arena against everybody like I would like physically I, comic like you mean physical like you mean a- physical like fighting oh, okay, like, I probably okay. can't beat up everybody you know what okay, I'm saying? okay like, I see what you're saying yeah. I can verbally destroy anybody Will Smith Chris Rock Kevin Hart start at the top like I I think I'm one of the best. Roasters because the That's way without that a I, doubt. What, the way that I roast is not like look at you. I'm gonna create something that doesn't even exist and then put you in that and then mock you for being in that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like people aren't even wired like that. People only want to deal with what's in front of them. It's like nah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know I'm gonna make you fat and then um I know you're skinny but I'm gonna talk about how fat you are and it's gonna fuck you up because you have no way to defend that. But it's like words are words and all of them are words. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and so um. 2009, um, 
you know, I'm only getting five minutes on stage everywhere. I'm new. This is Detroit. This this is this this is Detroit, right? One of my frat brothers, his name is Sean Williams. He owns his family owns uh an African um Caribbean bar called Tropical Hut. It's on Livernois, right? Livernois is in uh Livernois is in Detroit, right? And um we decide to throw a comedy show where it's just me so that I can get all this shit off, you know, because everybody been waiting for me to do comedy, and I got a lot of shit to talk about. I did, it was nowhere near cohesive enough to be my hour, but I did an hour, you know what I'm saying, like of just me talking shit. And I used to roast the audience because I was scared to get booed and scared to not be funny and scared to, you know, do anything that wasn't in my comfort zone. So getting on stage and roasting the audience was a good place to start for me. I was like, how I started, hey, how y'all doing? Look at this motherfucker right here. God damn, what's, what's going on with you? And I was like, that's that young comic shit. Yeah. And so uh, this lady um, walked in, very thin. Um, I called her Shitney Houston. <laughs> Look at Shitney Houston right here. And she walked up and slapped me. Pow. And I was like, man, that hand stink. And I just kept <laughs> I just kept going. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I'm like, man, you, you don't wipe your ass and smack. That, that was a double attack. You know, it's like, that was, she wiped her ass with that. Or her ass, her hands smelled like cigarettes and ass. Like I, could, I could smell her day. I can smell the whole day, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just took it from that. Um, it wasn't like a hard smack, but it was a smack. You know, little lady friends of mine, they thought it was fake. Like, wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm like, yeah, you should have dumped the bitch. Um, oh, your homegirl saw, and they were like, oh, he he got a sketch. And so <laughs> then, fast forward, 2011, I'm at uh, TV Lounge. I have my own show at this point. I'm the hottest comedian in Detroit, quickly rising. Um, the likes of myself and Ron Taylor and other comedians, we are setting precedent for the new Detroit comic scene. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, and so um, I'm hosting a show. This this lady who's built like um, like Carl Winslow, like very like <laughs> little and rotundant, right? And I said, look at this bitch built like a D battery, right? And I started, you know what I'm saying? Like she like a like a you know like. A D battery dancing around like the Planet's Peanut Man, little legs. Yeah. She's got a little body, like a little, she like a big ass bar of soap running around. You know what I'm saying? You gave her hell. Gave her the business. She come up to the stage. I get down right close to her. You're not attractive, right? On the mic. Somebody from the side, I didn't even know it was her son, a big prison style nigga. If he would have hit me, this was 10 years ago. I still be there right now on the ground. <laughs> he snatches the mic out of my hand, right? Security rushes in, jump on him, right? Beat him up. They toss me the mic back. I catch the mic, keep talking. Legendary. They're like, oh, scared as fuck, though. You talking about if any night I was going to run the light, it was this night. I'm, yeah. I'm standing on stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not getting on. And uh, y'all heard the one about the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> Page one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so comedians had to sit down with me and they explained to me that, you know, what I was doing. The roasting is just not a part of comedy. It's not, it has no, it's ruining the show. It's comics after you. It's, you know, it's just, it's just, it's not where you want to be at. Um, but it's still a skill set and it has its place. And so I retired from roasting. 10 years I was done. Then they called me to do roast me on all death. And I'm like, man, I can try, I guess I. But you always had it in you. I always had it in me. Like I got into this big roast battle with Rito and Billy Sorrell. So that was on video back in the day. It was in LA, but they had filmed it. Shout out Rito, man. Shout out to Rito. Shout out to Billy, too. And um, everybody was like, whoa, you roasting the shit out these niggas. And then that's how they, they like, yo, come be on this. Got on that. 
season three had like three episodes, was like a bright spot in that, you know what I'm saying? And then season four came back, did every episode, and I ended up winning. And it became like, oh, you're that guy. I mean, as, as roasting, it's like, man, I never, I forgot because I wasn't allowed to do this. Ten you know years off. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I've definitely felt that. But I think that... um. And the comedy club is no space for that, right? At the same time, comics, you ever see a comic that don't quite understand that everybody's is not in on the joke? Granted, that's not Chris Rock's case, right? But that was my case. Everybody's not in on the joke. Some people just here to get the wings. You know what I'm saying? They're going to talk. You can't stop them from talking. This ain't class. They're not getting no credit. They're not getting no diploma. Do your show. Get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Um... Yeah, I think that um, I think it's hard to stay monumentally, legendarily hilarious. People act like Dave Chappelle didn't have fifteen years off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a lot of material. And he's ran through a lot of material like the last five. It's like it's hard, yeah. and, you, and you, not to say that like, he's not. The go or anything like that, but like you can see, there's a difference between those first two yeah. that came out. It's like it takes a lot to concentrate. Like all right, like yeah, news. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm gonna give some comments, some game. And I believe I told you this back when I first like started hanging with you, because um, me and Reds just like clicked like so crazy. Like just we eat the same shit, we talk about the same shit, we like the sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, it was very real. easy for us to just be friends, <laughs> but. The way that you change your set as a comic, right? Let's say that you do a set and you film this set for TV. Now you got to go out and tour, right? But that's your set, right? Let's say that that set was Kool-Aid and and there's like a big jar of red Kool-Aid, right? And your job is you've presented red Kool-Aid to the world. Now you have to turn it blue, right? You don't pour all the red Kool-Aid out because... To start over is too jolting to your timing, right? A smart comedian is going to pour the blue Kool-Aid inside of the red Kool-Aid until it overflows and just all turns blue. So, like, the audience is going to get a moment where they're getting purple Mm Kool-Aid. Where it's like, well, I heard that one, but he's saying it different. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, this is something new. I heard this one. He do it. You know what I'm saying? And then... You keep doing that. And every night you pouring this cup of blue Kool-Aid into your red Kool-Aid. And it's changing colors and it's changing colors. After the repetition goes, it just it's all blue. Because you you have replaced the old stuff with new stuff. It's it's a surgery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but if patiently you, done. If you need a heart transplant, they don't take your old heart and then wait till you get a new one. No, you gotta keep that old one until we find you a new, you know what I'm saying? That's how it goes. Comics put a lot of pressure on themselves, and I've even seen Dave like, dude, like, get off the gay shit. Yeah, the trans stuff. Yeah, like, it would be so much better if Dave went away for three years, came back, and had all these trans jokes and yeah. ideas put together the way he wants them. But it's like, it's like every six months he's like, I got it, and it's yeah. like, you ain't got it. Yet. Boy, I ain't gonna lie, that impossible pussy joke was amazing to me. That's some shit I would have said. That's hilarious. That was a hilarious bit, but. It's like, man. Well, what do you think it is? You think the climate? Do you think it was still not hitting the right way that people need to do, or is yeah, it just the people just, just not trying to hear him say? It? I think he's not. He's not acknowledging the elephant in the room. He's trying to shrink it, right? He's trying to be like, like, bro, they're coming at you because you're coming at them, and you're not acknowledging that. 
you're just coming at them again. You're not saying like, oh, well, you know, he's not coming at the material like, you know, the trans community, you know, you know, it's, just, it's like he's not acknowledging. Because like, dude, there is a certain point we got to leave motherfuckers alone and just let them do that. You're not even fucking them. Yeah. You're not fucking them. It's like, dude, like they're not even fucking you. I, I don't have the bandwidth to worry about who not fucking me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, matter of fact, it's eight billion bitches who not fucking you too. Let's talk about the hoes for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, because nigga, this trans shit is just like, it oh, is. you're blowing my high. I done ate a whole thing of nachos at your fucking concert. I'm like, man, look, all right, bro, come on, man. We get it, yeah. We fucking get it. And so I think that it's tough being a comic, man. And I just remember how I felt when I first started, when it was just, I needed to roast to feel comfortable. Then I see Chris Rock and I see that he is, he makes me never want to come off my shit. He makes me never want to take a break, never want to go away, never want to enjoy the money. If you're going to be a comic, you got to stay a comic. Even Eddie Murphy's scared to hit the stage again. Yeah. And, and Chris is still to this day, one of those few comics who like very much, he, he, he'll tell other comedians, stop hanging out with other comedians. Be by yourself. Be in your thoughts. But then, like I said, Chris Rock is also like a well thought out person. Like he reads a lot. Like you know, like I, that, that he's trying to say that's a label. Better yourself. Be the best version of yourself, and you're gonna have the best material. I don't just, agree though. But, but just chilling with the homies and just relying on like it's not that's not it. What do you, why you don't agree with that? I don't agree with that. I think there is an element. I'm an only child, so it's easy for me to get low and deal with myself. And you know, I do find a lot of material that way. But I think that you can find yourself out of touch. Right? Like, a book that you have in your hand was written so long ago. Mm-hmm. That's not a current event. It's a book. It's a, it's a past record. There's no books written today that you read today. And if, you know, there's a balance needed to be able to appeal to the masses. And if you are too above them, it's one of the laws of power. The 48, like, like bro, you, you got to... Don't exclude yourself. You have to be in the mix in order to understand what's going on and really affect shit. Like Dave Chappelle is in the mix. He's in the mix. Like, you know, we went to his party. Yeah. He's he walking around. He's talking to everybody. You know, dessert is here. Food over here. Da, 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 da. He's laughing. He got the rappers. He cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I randomly hear Chris Rock on some Busta Rhymes. He's like, nigga, the reason you think Busta Rhymes is the coldest rapper because your ass been reading books. Nigga, turn your TV on, motherfucker. Ain't nobody worried about Busta Rhymes no more. Right. You can't fuck with Busta Rhymes. Like, nigga, what year do you think this is? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what year do you think, you, do you know what I'm saying? Stay, you do have to keep yourself up to date with what the kids is up to. Yeah. That's my biggest beef about getting older. Like, I, I accept the fact that, like, the older you get, the shit that you into or the things that you think are cool, they not cool. And I'm cool with accepting the fact that I'm not 12 and, like, they not, you know, the people who sell this market stuff. there's another side to that, though. You can get old and start defining what grown man shit is. Look at Snoop. Right? He's older and so he's kind of like, he has like, I know how to calm down. And so now, girls looking at it like, yeah, you need to grow up like Snoop. He, you know, he, he smoke his little weed and he be chilling and you out here, you know, it's like, you could be an example in the group. You don't have to just be Danny Glover. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, just, you know, walking around looking crazy and shit. You With know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, or who was my man, uh... Uh, James from Good Times, you know what I'm saying? Not James from Good Times. Or Carl Winslow, like. Well, you know, Carl Winslow, you know what I'm saying, you know. That don't matter. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, you know, Carl, you know what I'm saying, Carl on a whole other wavelength, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, it's just, um, you know, it's just interesting, bro, to see how these social dynamics are playing out. Yeah. 
Cause I don't know, man. Like I did, I really didn't. Like I saw people on the internet. They were like Chris Rock telling that joke on Jada was violence. I was like violence. <laughs> I was like, you know, niggas should just ignore y'all, right? Niggas should just never talk to y'all. Jada put a video out. First of all, early in the morning, my eyes is very blurry. I thought it was for real. And she put a video out, and she was like, "I love my bald head." Can't no one tell me shit about my bald head. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. My, my stomach growling. You know, and it's like I love my bald head, and, and when people do that, it's like, "All oh, right, cool." Let me let me roast that boy. Let me t- touch that bitch real quick. See how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? And she rolling her eyes and ah. Uh, I thought you loved it though. Yeah. I thought you loved. It. If 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 my reputation was having a big ass dick, and then I'm sitting in the audience, here comes see people with this big ass dick. Let's roll with you. And I'm like, hey, I got a big dick disease, motherfucker. Get him, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, come on. And you know, and like, yo, this alopecia. Like, I understand. Like, yo, alopecia don't mean nothing, but we bald. Are you, I got alopecia. Are you allergic to wigs, my nigga? You put that gown on. You ain't had no sweatpants. You ain't had no sweatsuit on. If you wanna, if you throw a wig on, if if, if, if you, you feel away, if you feel away, you know what I'm saying. Th- but if you not and you comfortable, and we black, then we can, we can do this. Like yo, we 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 in front of all of them. I'm over here trying a little joke, and then like, I can't even. Did you hear the one? Chris Rock did a movie about black women's hair. Yo, so how dare he? Did he do a joke? Did he do a movie about yo, bald black I, Thank women? you for reminding me. Y'all didn't like good hair? I thought black people didn't like good hair, bro. I thought we liked it. I thought we were supposed what to be What they're saying it. is, is that him making that movie, why would you talk about somebody's hair? The she whole process like, of that, he was like, yo, because my daughters were starting to feel insecure about their hair and I made something to make them feel good right, about it. But it's like, he's saying like... You know, but people are saying like, right? So you did that. How how could you be insensitive to a, a black woman having hair issues? He didn't know. I do. She there is no hair. That's the whole point. I was talking about the absence of hair. I didn't make a, a movie called Good Scout. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> you know is why we're saying? friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like man, what Will just did is he opened the floodgates to all of the bullies. Oh, nigga, you might have to smack us all if you smack Chris Rock. Yeah. Because, like, now, now, you know, I did a joke. I was like, man. You I, know how un- unhinged you got to be to go from smiling to smacking a nigga in five seconds? You know how crazy you got to be? Yeah. You know how crazy you got to be to cry over a CGI German Shepherd? Yeah, like, he was nuts. <laughs> and don't win the award? They're like, nah, we just didn't believe it. Like, nigga, what? The dog wasn't even there. His- Nigga, look it up. Oh, you looking up here? <laughs> like, nigga, get that man that goddamn trophy, man. For he yeah. smack another one of you. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's been 30 years of Will Smith fronting like he was soft. That's what he's been trying to tell me. He's like, yo, I'm tired of pretending like to be this soft dude. And everyone thinks I'm lame and I'm like a pushover. But nobody, I, nobody thinks you're lame. You do that's lame. How, that's things. how he perceives you. You do more than one lame thing in a row. And then you become that. Dude, like. I can't become unshort because motherfucker, I'm mad at people saying shit. It's like, bruh, you let your wife fuck niggas. Now, yeah, yeah, honestly, if, if we're gonna, like, I'm over here taking up that idea that like he's been mad for years now. It's really, yo, Will Smith really stopped being sad once that red table thing dropped. Yeah, listen, bruh, you let your wife fuck niggas, man. I'm always been the the, the, the kind of guy that's like this. If I got more money than you. And I get to fuck other bitches. You want to fuck other niggas, you need to do a blockbuster. Bitch, how about you start there? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's, it's just like, man, like, 
is you see why it's demasculating. And then he even says it. Well, I did fuck a lot of bitches. They're like, nigga, we know that. That's not the point. The point is, why is she? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, nigga, we know you fucking bitches. Of course you fucking bitches. But that's what I'm... But, like, so, okay, boom. So, here we go. Is the idea that, like... Because in my mind, I I figured the reason he was cool with her sleeping with other men was because he's Will Smith. He's been popping off other chicks. He said it in his book. He was tired of fucking. And she... No, he's tired of fucking, period. He's like, dude, I I can't bust no more nuts, man. You know how many nuts you got to bust to be alerted to busting nuts? I did the math. 80 million. You got to bust 80 million nuts. <laughs> Will Smith done bust 80 million nuts. 80 million nuts, bro. And it's like, he's like, man, it just made my stomach hurt now. I get sick to my stomach busting a nut. And Jada like, I've only bust 20,000 nuts, Will. Like, I, I, I'm I want to bust some more. I am 60,000 nuts in the deficit. You understand me? And, 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 and Will's like, well, do what you got to do. Here come August Alcina with that little Goku Vegeta chin. Right, and it, it would have been all good if August would have kept his mouth shut because Will not even stressing that. It's... It's a whole agreement. It's like I understand what's going on over there, but like August gonna run off with the plug. Make now we making it hot. August, bro, he should have smacked the shit out of August. August got cancer. He's like, I can't even do nothing to this kid. That's the that's the that's the that's the best, best nigga to smack. You can fuck around and smack his chin off. I'm just saying. You got cancer, you need to stop fucking niggas bitches. You know what I'm saying? Because you got other things to be worried other about. Other things player. to worry about, brother. What are you doing in my wife's box? Y'all bro? both in here with alopecia fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> we'll walk in. What the fuck is Pharrell doing in here? Uh fucking, fucking these Eminem songs. You know fucking what I'm saying? These Eminem's doing fucking in my house. Yeah, bro. These Eminem's is hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nigga, they look like two turkey sausages. <laughs> Yeah, and so like, well, honestly, like, yeah, it's it's been three years of Will front, and like that wasn't what's got him down and out for the last three years. But then also, I feel like a lot of dudes should have gave Will more props because it's like, yo, like it's one thing. It's not like Will is soft or he a pushover. It's like, yo, I've been fucking this chick for twenty years because she's my wife. Y'all know I'm fucking everyone else. I don't want to fuck her. I just don't want to give her half my money either. So I let her have a like. I feel like a lot of real dudes should have been like, I get it. Oh no, I definitely get it. It's just that a lot of real niggas was a lot of real niggas was clowning him. Instead if of just, you because it's you and your broke ass boyfriend decide to fuck up my week, I was fine. Yeah, I was fine. Think about Wild Wild West too and doing a movie with James. All sorts of that. And here you and this broke ass nigga come. And it's he one needs, hit wonder. He needs another hit. And his hit is going to be about us. Why? Because you don't have... Because here's the thing. Here's the real truth. The real bottom line truth is this. Will Smith can get a Jada Pinkett equivalent. Career, status, beauty. Easy. Easy. I don't see another Will Smith fucking with Jada Pinkett. Yeah, bro, I'll tell you right now. I know for a fact August... Alcina was like, yo, leave him and come be with me. And she was like, August, where are we going to go? We're in his house right now having yeah. this conversation. You're named after a month, nigga. Sit down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you, we're having this conversation in Will's house. Yeah. Like, what, Where are we going to go? We're whispering because Will has a good surround sound system. Baby. You live with <laughs> us. Where are we going to go? Right. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, it's like, bro, you're... Yeah, do you understand how cool Will Smith was really being with this whole situation? Like, Will was like, yo, I'm Will. My wife has a little boy. I get it. Like yo, August, I've seen this is all. Will August could is- have him killed, and we would never know. They were like, "Man, that cancer flared up quick with that nigga, didn't it?" You know what I'm saying? It. And he, he's out of here. Make that nigga some pine sauce spaghetti. And then one sit time, down, August. Yeah. Let's talk for a minute. August, like this is really good, Mr. Smith. 
Man, my chest is fucking up. Oh, my chest getting tight. <laughs> you hear that? Uh, See, ring it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got the manager. <laughs> also, I didn't realize a lot of people thought Will Smith was falling off. Oh, yeah. The movies ain't been the same. But like, movies haven't been the same. I think that Will... You think he still get 20 a, mil, uh, a, a movie? Maybe. But I think Will's probably lost the love for acting without getting the recognition that he needed. And even when he got it last night, it's like, you win an Oscar, the price go up. You smack a nigga, the price go down. Ultimately, the price stayed the same. That's called the market correction. Right <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, so... Yeah, because he could have won an Oscar for a couple of his performances. Maybe Ali. His a lot of people say his, acting was terrible. his accent was terrible in Ali. His accent is always going on, even in consequences. I mean, in uh, whatever. It was. Pursuit of Happiness, I thought he had it. I cried. Yeah, Pursuit of Happiness is really good. Pursuit of Happiness is really good. Um, Have you not cried? Yo, what's wild about Pursuit of Happiness? It's a two-hour movie about a black man getting a job. That's all. <laughs> no, for real, for real. And it's so it was just so pretentious that he, him, and his rich ass kid are in a movie playing like they're broke and they just doing it so well. And they, and they just doing everything broke, hanging on the chains of the gate because this is what the broke people do. Give me the ball, dance. Like shut the fuck up. You don't even know what being broke is about. <laughs> Nigga. I wonder if people saw that and thought like that. Yeah, why, 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 why nigga? Stomach need to be hurting, nigga. You, you broke your mustache is in your mouth now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Nigga, oh, nigga, come on, man. Like, your kid is dirty, bro. Like, let's, 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 this little beautiful little Jaden walking around. And another thing, dad, five plus five is five. He's like, you know, it's like, dude. No, this ain't it was bad. just, you That's know, why they probably ain't giving to him. They were like, no. It wasn't gritty enough. This movie, that script should have went to an unknown actor that we could believe and then watched him grow up. Similar to Derek Luke when he did uh, that movie with Denzel. Yeah, Antoine Fisher? We didn't know him. And it was like, I ain't oh. seen him since either. No, we saw him in like the, the Notorious. Biker Boys. Biker I'm doing Willies. You can't even name him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so you, you know, we were introduced to him. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was it was a good opportunity to meet a new actor and watch him embody something that we had no preconceived notion about. But to see one of the richest actors try to be, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like the way Jamie Foxx killed Ray. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, oh, you really yeah. brought it up to life. Like, I forgot what Ray Charles looked like. Yeah. That's, like, that's like, what it is. Yeah. Like, I would, I would. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. When you brought up the Ali, I'd have been way more with you on that. But the way Jamie Foxx really just became a blind man for six months, mm-hmm. yeah. Jamie's a beast. Yeah. Jamie's a beast. He's also like Jamie would have never got hit. Oh, Jamie would have beat the shit out. Well, you know, <laughs> Jay, they they would have been scrapping because Jamie, Jamie had a nigga who looked at himself like he's Will Smith too. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he he is stature wise, career wise, because. Yeah, he has an Oscar and he has a Grammy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he's been celebrated in both ways for his talent, but also he kind of transcends being a stand-up comedy. He's like, once you get that Oscar and you get into that kind of role where it's like, okay, he's more than a comedian now. You know what I'm saying? Like he's more successful than Will Smith. I didn't like. That's another reason why I always appreciate our conversations, bro. Because in like the last 15 minutes, I always compliment you on your understanding of the business. Like, because mm-hmm. it's show business. And like, yeah, show is fun, but the business is the bigger part of the, the world. And like, the that's the part. most important part. Yeah. I, yo, these, all three of these men have just remained legends to me the entire time. The legend, 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 right? Chris Rock legend, Jamie Foxx legend, Will, Will Smith legend. legend, right? Your understanding of how shit worked, just like you broke it down. It's like, all right, so look, Chris Rock is a legend, but the fact that Chris Rock still does stand up, he's still recognized as he'll always be a comic. So for all the great accolades he's had, and the fact that like you're right, he hasn't been celebrated in like as an actor or in music or music and like that. It just I think he he's won Grammys for his stand up. 
Right. But he's yeah, never albums, won right. Oscars, right? So but, I you- but, but those Emmys that you win for your hour and those Grammys, a lot of times, they're not against your peers for real. Like, he didn't beat out Dave to win it. Because it no, it's like a spoken word. Uh, this is like it's, this is your year to win this award for your special. Like nobody else dropped a special like that that year. He didn't beat out Martin or Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just you dropped the special. This is the Chris Rock special against what other audio books or other. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, that's not honestly. That's not to me. That's not um. You know, and I'll be honest. I think Dave. So you don't. Have, you wouldn't care if you won a Grammy for any of your specials. Of hey, course I, I would, but I want you to understand. It's like it's always who you beat. Okay. It's always got to be who you beat, right? Because rookie of the year this year, nobody gives a fuck because none, none of them are really spectacular. Evan Mobley, somebody like that. Kate Cunningham is okay. Yeah. Jalen Green is, is all over the place. It's like, so one of them has to be it. And just give it to one. Giddy, somebody like that, just give it to one. It's not, there's an award every year for it. You know, we've seen drafts that were like bad drafts. Like, oh yeah, nobody from that draft is shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But they still got drafted. He still went number one. You know who, who was it? Deion Waiters went number one. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Markel Fultz went number one. Who gives a fuck? Right. But that night, that was you're you're inducted into a club. You're inducted into, but you're not one of the guys because now LeBron is in there. You're not LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan is not even in that club. You definitely not him either. You're not him, right? Shaq, Iverson. Um, you know, there's some guys that's in that club that's like they define that club, right? But if the third pick start being the magic pick, then it don't matter. It don't matter, right? So you know, like yeah, you know, whatever. I, I think Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I like the way you just like so. A, they, a Will and Jamie are different compared to like a Chris as far as like we're talking about career statues, right? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie's been there where where Will has been trying to go, and Jamie got there very quickly because it's not a who's who. It's just about skill set. It's about picking the right script. It's about like you know you start your process of, of winning an award when you read in that script and decide to do Wild Wild West instead of Matrix. Like you're picking your path of how serious. Yeah, you, you want brought them to that. Take yeah, I forgot that was a decision that. Yeah, once people found out that he made that decision. Yeah, it's like oh, you're not really you're not thinking. Like, you're not as deep as everybody want to put you as. You know what I'm saying? Then you look at Keanu Reeves and he's like, you know, you know, he's just a different kind of guy. I donate my money to this. I don't even want to. And it's like, oh, all the residuals. He's like, oh, you're just a different kind of dude. And that script fits you. It don't mean you're, a best, you're the best actor. Mm-hmm. But the chips fell and you were able to maximize on that role based on who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's not rocket science. Like, Jamie Foxx did a better job in Ray and it was undeniable. And see, that's the thing. I think that Will Smith is in his head too much. He overthinking. Man. He's overthinking stuff, and it's like, you know, the laughing with the smacking. Now put that with the decisions that we that we've seen him make. He's in his head too much. He's not the 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 best decision maker, right? Jada Pinkett was dating Alfonso Ribeiro. She was dating a couple other guys. Will Smith called her and said, "Hey, are you single? Yeah. Well, you're dating me now. Let's date. I just got a divorce. Let's date, nigga." Date around, nigga. You're Will. Mm-hmm. Don't like, what are you doing? Don't just pick. You're impulsive, and you make decisions kind of, you know, in a weird way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then, you, then now I come out, Jada has all these problems. I was on pills. I was a sex addict. I was this. You know, Tupac is my love. And it's like, nigga, why are you even here, Will? Right. You could be with, nigga, 
Like imagine, like yo, like it's one thing. Respect I, the dead, yeah. and like I understand you talk nicely about someone you knew in the past, but like yo, he's been there for a minute, and you be talking about him like you want to get on him now. Yeah, she like I made Tupac orgasm one time. She said she said she made orgasm one time. Yeah, she said she she said she made or, Tupac orgasm without them having sex one time. Shut up. God damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga did, bro. When you telling the stories about him premature ejaculating. Because it makes you look good. She's a fucking psychopath. She is. She's a problem, bro. And it's like, yo. Because like we were joking at the other episode. I was like, the whole time he was walking up to slap Chris, is he really was just picturing the next red table talk when like when you didn't hit when you didn't do anything. We felt it. We all felt it. Yeah, the ancestors yeah. felt it. <laughs> and it's like you know, Will Smith is the kind of guy that wants to be doing it the right way, and I respect that. So let me preface whatever I'm saying with that. His last marriage didn't work, and he the kind of guy that doesn't want to get another divorce, because then that's like, oh, two wives in. But it's like, nigga, like, so what? So what, bro? Like, you're going to sit here and get disrespect. You see Ply say, I'm not standing up for no woman who I'm not the only nigga fucking. fucking. Yeah. Like, but with that being said, that like, with, so that's another dynamic that we got to... If you and your partner decide to be in an open relationship, that don't mean that you don't protect your girl. It mean, nigga, you got. We should be jumping Chris Rock then. Okay. August, you see, you see what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Is that how you feel? Um, Look, if like think about it, if you and your girl are in a like, you know, y'all married, and then you you guys have an agreement that like you guys can have partners outside of it. That don't mean that like just because the next. You time know I'm what? Married, Let me stop because I'm wrong in that. You're right because you I think still, that, you still yeah, look out for your shorty because it's it's. The thing is that it's bigger than sex. Sex is, is is really the ego. Sex is just the ego. That's how we soothe our egos. You can't be married just for sex. No, absolutely. And you not. can't. And so there has to be a point where you and your spouse are probably no longer having sex, and then you still have to protect her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I feel him on that. I completely get that. I but that was an overreaction, and that was not the time to. You know Chris Rock ain't attacking Niggas you. who are saying that aren't married. Like, Plies ain't married. Ain't nobody serious about Plies. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah, you know, so yeah. And like, on, on top of that, like I said, a lot of niggas who say that they would hit their girl, i like, that's why you live how you live now. Right. Because those are the type of decisions you make. Yeah. Like, luckily, Will Smith did that 30 years into his career, and he's up forever. It's not really like... Right. It's not like the movies were hitting like that in the first place, like you say. It's whatever. Like, a lot of niggas would throw it all out the window for that. Like, a dude, like, you know, like... We come from a time where it's like, dudes have killed other men because like they looked at their girl. Yeah. And now you in jail for 25 years. And then, and the nigga you killed, his brother fucking her. Yeah. Because she liked niggas like that. I think that, you know, let's just, let's just get it out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, her head like a potato. But also, she's always been like a short, pixie cut type of woman. Yo, you forever. That's your look. And it's like, yeah. And it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think she looks beautiful bald. I think she looks beautiful with hair. With the pixie cut? With the little pixie cut, whatever. I think that- She's fine everywhere. I think Chris Rock understands that, and I think that he thought that, that we all understood that too. The best part about it was when you, in your video that you dropped, <laughs> Chris is laughing, oh, we'll laugh. I'm like, oh, we all Yeah, laughing. because that's how it feels. If you're joking on somebody and they laugh, then you understand that they understand the joke. You know how scared that made me realize, like, dang, you know how I many niggas I've roasted and they just bust out laughing? What if the niggas laugh right up to me and slap the shit out of me? And I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't even yeah, know how you've to trust. It, you've definitely given it to a lot of people. Yeah. You, don't, you feel safe? Oh, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, put it like this. I ain't the best fighter ever, but I'm willing to go down with it. Like, are you willing to fight? Like, do you want to fight or do you want to just hit me and walk away? Because if you want to fight, I'm going to inconvenience your night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, it's about to be a oh, tussle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to try to 
push your elbow in another way, or you know, what I'm saying yeah. I'm do something that's gonna be like, oh, I shouldn't even fuck with Cuz. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, that's how. But you know, I mean, shit, it is what it is, man. I think that in that moment, man, Chris has a lot of respect for Will, and I think that Will and Jada and Jaden and Willow are slightly out of touch, and they're a little sensitive to what's really going on. A yeah. black man I roast you at some shit like that. That's showing love as a comedian. I know. Yeah. I know, dog. And it's like, fam, yeah, I could have, you know what I'm saying? You know, um Niggas could have just never acknowledged y'all. And I would I I'd have really blaze her too. Give it up for Will Smith and Pharrell. I mean, Will Smith and, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> give it up for Will Smith and oh Jesus Christ. Uh, give it up for Will Smith, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd have just, you know, um, I'd have just kept definitely fucking out of touch. with it. And Will is definitely just I know Will Will didn't mean that, man. Nah, Will did mean it, but I think that he was crazy. When he fixed his jacket on the walk off, I was like, this nigga's insane. I would have threw the mic at his head. I'd have been a bink. He'd have been, what the fuck? Yo, bro, he would have turned around. He'd have, and we would have been rolling around on the floor. You're not going to accept your award with all these buttons. I bet you I bet, I bet, I bet you ain't going to have all the buttons. I bet you that. I bet Something you I'm going to be open. Nigga, hey, is there a heart in the house? And I'm finna rip your shit down. Stand up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we finna fat heartbeat this bitch. You're not finna just win your award with, 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 with tears. Nigga, I'm so sorry. And then rap Big Willie style? Hitting niggas with it. La, 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 Hitting niggas with it. Come on, man. Absolutely not. Yeah, bro. I don't like that, man. But, you know, both of those guys are going to be very rich next week. And the week after that, and, you know, you know, it's all of us who our opinions about it, number one, they don't matter. Number two, everybody said what they would have did. Yeah, like honestly, the the other thing, like I'm really over every comedian trying to make it seem like Chris Rock is soft and I hit him back. Like, yo, bro, well, I'd have been in shock. Yo, with that being said, man, thank you. Uh, please let the people know where to find you. What social media you at? Uh, social media, man, at Comedian CP. I have a new podcast coming out called the CP Podcast that I got to have Reg on. Yeah, I'm coming out there. Um, it's uh, it's a podcast about conspiracy theories and how things are connected and how we, you know, what I'm saying. So I think, you know, as comics, um, we got to make sure that we branch out. What's your most, what's your favorite conspiracy theory right now? I was talking about one on the way here, um, about how um, certain people are um, are undead, like they can never die, and so they have to keep reinventing themselves through generations. And these are people who, for whatever reason, like they're not human. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of like like Middle Earth theory, like the Essentials. Exactly, Eternals. I mean, exactly. Like, 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 like yeah, I, the Essentials. I love that movie, though. I love the. Eternals I did too because they told so much. It's like, oh, this, this is, this is. They're telling it. This is human. This is. You the look story at the society. hieroglyphics and realize that they have airplanes on their hieroglyphics, and they have light bulbs, and they have all this shit. The cities are built like circuit boards. It's like, some might be onto this. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I know it ain't time travel because I ain't came back to get myself yet. So I know it ain't no time travel. I know it ain't because if I ain't came back, then I, it ain't something. I be waiting like, every day. I know me. Nigga, I, I'm going to go I back. I will come back and scoop me up because I know me. I'll come back and be like, hey, nigga, don't you fuck that bitch. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I, you know, so I just think um, there are people or there are entities on this planet that have been here longer than we know. And um, I can't wait until we can do that Black Mirror thing where we can um, brain scan any creature. You see that Black Mirror episode where they, they couldn't find that murderer, so they put that thing on that hamster, and the hamster saw the whole murder? Imagine what the whales have seen. <laughs> yeah. 
Imagine what the whales have seen, bro. Deep, deep, deep down in the ocean and 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 and, and up in the sky, and they have the biggest brains on the planet. Right. They communicate through water. Sonar. Yeah. Like, do you understand? Like, that's a way more advanced language than like when you look at like alien movies, right? The alien movies. I know we gotta go. Alien movies are mostly cephalopods, right? Yeah. Mostly octopi, mostly like tentacle creatures, right? That can do exactly what cephalopods do: disappear, uh, cloak themselves, um, have you know what I'm saying? Then, um, you think about the language that they use. Some of them is like, like sonary type of nothing is new. We haven't designed anything new. We just mimic stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at a, 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 like a sound engineer. And what they're doing, like you think they're cutting lettuce, but they're really like doing this to a broom, and it just sounds like that. Like, yeah. bro, we're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why you got to be a thinker enough to be like, all right, what are they trying to say that they can't say that can't be quantified because they don't know how to say it yet? Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much shit, bro. CP podcast, comedian CP on everything. Um, and yeah, man, like, uh, yeah, that's it. That's Thank it. you, bro. My dog. Always love talking to you. Always bro. a treat when the real niggas meet. Yeah, always. <laughs>